This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back, Lori and Julia Show. My talk about our seven-one everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday. You can look forward to Lori's theories. That's coming up towards the bottom of the hour. They're always fascinating. Okay. Now, here, you guys. Yeah. Let's let's talk about um, Reese Witherspoon. So, uh, the Hollywood Reporters Women in Entertainment event happened yes. yesterday, and it was uh, Reese Witherspoon and Ronan Farrow were honored. Uh, Reese Covers, the Hollywood Reporter, mm-hmm. and we did talk about a little bit yesterday about how um, when she was, um, they were looking at her, considering her to play Elle in Legally Blonde, that um, her agent told her, oh, they think you're too uptight because right. of election, blah, 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 particularly one studio. So here's a little bit of Reese's uh, call to action because she said, you know, why did I keep getting vetoed at this studio? And he said, Oh, this executive thinks you are Tracy Flick. He thinks you are a shrew. Oh, here wow. we go. This okay. morning, actress Reese Witherspoon sending a powerful message during her speech at the Hollywood Reporter's Women in Entertainment Gala on Wednesday, remembering how she was perceived as a shrew after her breakout role in election. The definition of the word shrew as it pertains to a woman is technically a woman of violent temper and speech. Which nowadays, I I understand sort of to be a woman who speaks her mind and raises her voice against the system, which underestimates her. The producer giving the speech while accepting the Sherry Lansing Leadership Award, handed out each year to a trailblazing philanthropic leader in Hollywood. Oprah, Barbara Streisand, and Meryl Streep, all past recipients of the award. Witherspoon opening up about her experience. For more fun. All right, I have so no she, idea what just well, happened she, there. Okay, well, so, and she did tell the Hollywood Reporter, she said, you know, I'll never forget that he used the word shrew. Mm-hmm. Do we have the rest of it, Donnie? We do. Let me advance okay. it a little bit for okay. you. Sorry about that. That was, right. that was really bizarre. Okay, let's pick it up here. Um, who was intimidated by the system, and she sort of found her voice in the process and became a leader. The actress who starred in and produced blockbusters like the Legally Blonde franchise and now Golden Globe nominated for her role in The Morning Show. She now says she is holding on to the once painful term and imploring women to do the same. Even if you don't think of yourself as a leader, or you're hesitant or you're hypnotized by a voice in your head that says you can't, too bad. Do it anyway. Embrace your inner shrew. And I guess the audience just went crazy. And um, she said at the time she remembered it really stuck with her because she felt that that executive used the word shrew to sound a Shakespearean and that it like it was important, like he was putting her in her place. Right. And she said, long story short, Reese's agent 
helped her arrange a meeting with the executive. It did not go well. When he asked her what she wanted out of her career, she said she wanted to follow in the footsteps of Sigourney Weaver and Meryl Streep. And he said, well, not that many women get to be the lead in movies. And also, Meryl Streep is completely over. And she shared that story. <laughs> wow. She, and she's like, I'm not right. kidding. This actually happened. Right. It is amazing how we are just done with condescension. Mm-hmm. We're just so done with it. And I mm-hmm. love Reese Witherspoon, her rallying cry of the speech. And I guess one of the other moving parts, because she got all the whoop, 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 and people were really cheering Ronan Farrow because oh, of book is so, what he what did with done. Catch and yeah. Kill. And um, I guess scholarships were bestowed on a number of high school girls who take part in the Women in Entertainment Fund's mentorship program. And several of the honorees that came up, like people were crying, Charlize Theron, Mindy Kaling, you know, people were just like, they couldn't believe it, the stories and, yeah, you know, that's cool. giving people hope. So. I thought I thought this was an interesting part of the story is that she also, you know, went on to talk about how... Um, how poo-pooed and how everyone made fun of her and Lauren Conrad and Jessica Elba and Blake Lively and Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, she saw an illustration of all of them coming up with these, you know, domestic divas. They had a cartoon character thing of them done in a magazine uh-huh. that they're the new domestic divas. And what they were doing is these were all their new entrepreneurships, you know, um, honest with Jessica Elba, Gwyneth Paltrow, I goop. She has Trapper James. And mm. it's their new, yeah. they were coming up with um, lifestyle brands yeah. and making money. And she said, what men on, entrepreneurs are um, called divas? Right. Or would they make fun of if a guy, you know, came up with his own lifestyle brand? It's just because they were women and they were being put in her place. And she said about her Apple TV series, The Morning Show, when um, it was revealed that um, she made $2 million per episode. Oh, they wanted to make such a big deal about it. She said there seemed to be a resentment as if we were worth it or it was bothersome. And I thought, why is that bothersome? And she said, listen... I guarantee these companies that hired us and are paying us $2 million an episode are real smart. And if they agree to pay us, they're doing it for a reason. They're probably, they've had a lot of lawyers and a lot of business people decide on what number Mm -hmm. because they knew they were going to make more than that back. So don't be... What, does it bother people that Kobe Bryant and LeBron James make as much money as they do? So I thought that was kind of a... I love her voice. Yeah. And I love it... um, you know, one of her first movies was Walk on the Moon. Do you remember oh, that one? Yes, I love oh, that, I movie. Love that movie. That was such a good movie. And she was so young, and she was, oh, and I just, she's been a fighter. I like her roles, and, yeah. you know, she really has done, she's really good at what she does. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. no, it's, it, I, I love it, too. It's a good story, if you want to read, uh, the Hollywood Reporter has a good story on the whole event, and also the yeah. interview with Reese, where she does, go you know in depth and because what is she like 45 so you know um the the sexism and all of that has been very real for her and her entire you know career so um good for you reese and speaking of that um just to get over to jennifer aniston you know her co-star on the morning show there's, of course, already the tabloids are salivating, Julia, absolutely salivating at the idea of Brad and Jennifer 
at the Golden Globes mm-hmm. and the SAG Awards. Think of the magazine stories they're going to be able to put together. Oh gosh, yes. to sell. Um, here is our uh, our very just a little a little first one um, is that. Um, because I do feel like those two buried the hatchet a over the whole brand. We already know they did a long time ago. Yeah, because he went to her 50th birthday party. Yeah. He sympathized with her over her fake marriage to Justin Theroux because they weren't really married. And he kind of kind of was like, hey, I probably, you know, maybe. maybe and I remember she was him. friends with his mom long after yes. they separated. And Justin Theroux, no one even cares enough to speculate about him in the tabloids. No. He totally used her. Yep. I don't doubt that they had fun and everything, yeah. but I bet she's just like, Ugh. Anyway, so. But the she t- still lets him come around. No. He was at the Thanksgiving party, Lori. You were out of town. Oh, okay. He yeah, was at her true. house at yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm sure he alerted the paparazzi <laughs> when he was going and coming because, I mean, he can't. I mean, you know, remember he owns a bar in Manhattan. He actually had to call Die Bar. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, so Bradifer is not getting back together, but just prepare yourself for all the stories that are going to be coming coming up to the yeah. award shows. It's, it's going... Because they don't, they don't have any tension now. Of course, if they were to get together and just no, make but if out they one were, night, if oh they my would gosh. Even, oh, that would be so would die. so great. And then just here's a little bit of news, good news that Brad Pitt got. He is going to be able to spend Christmas Eve with his three youngest kids and no hall monitor. I know, Ooh. I saw that. Yeah, no hall monitor. Mm-hmm. So Shiloh and the twins, Knox and Vivian, but apparently Zahara is old enough. To say no. She's I, not going to be there. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Did she tell others she had other plans and he was fine with it? I don't know. We'll never know. But he'll get to see three of his six children. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that he is thrilled that he gets to see them without a monitor. Yeah, I'm thrilled. And his parents are probably yep. going to be there and everything else. So he, uh, Zahara, Zahara did it last year. But he, she's not going this year. She's fourteen. Maybe that's the age that you get to say yes no, or don't. nay. No, you don't. Hmm. It depends. Well, they can't force her to be with him, can they? Well, here's the deal. He's, I, I'm just gonna say as a, I don't know what it is legally. Like when you get a, like when parents have a bitter divorce, there is an age state to say where they will recognize the kid for being able to say. At some states, it might be sixteen. Some it might be fifteen. I'm just saying. Maybe he, I'm just saying, here's what I'm saying. You think she just said, I don't I want to be with mom? No, I think mom should say, you listen, that's your dad. You go be with him. That's what I would say to my kids. Yeah. It's what you do. She's very young. She's only 14 years She's old. 14. That isn't like she can drive her own car and make all of her own decisions. I just think that's what you do. But then again, if she feels really strongly about it and doesn't want to, I guess, whatever. But I'm judging. You are. And one but of us has not? to. Well, well, somebody's got to be. We have to have opinions. Why would we be on the air if we it's, just thought everything was perfect? Well said. Exactly. For gosh I, sakes. I read the whole New York Times interview with Brad Pitt, and I just want all the single ladies to know he is very single. He does not have a girlfriend. He made that very clear. This was the interview where he said he spent most of the 90s hiding out and smoking yes. pot. We were just getting drips and drabs of the interview. So he, he did say, I'm very single. I'm very, very single. He also doesn't read his review. He told us he had to do Troy because he dropped out of another movie. 
He hated it. Hated doing it. And he said after Thelma and Louise, he just got nonstop hitchhiker rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Which. (laughs) And he talked about, you know, his love life. And, and, you know, I mean, he really, Juliet Lewis, he brought her to the Oscars. Mm -hmm. He and Gwyneth had matching haircuts. He he has been a long time. Monogamous. Monogamous. He Mm -hmm. gets with a uh, girlfriend. So usually people he does films with. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right about that. So, but you know, he told us in another interview, he went to AA meetings for a year, year and a half. He might even still be going. He mm-hmm. might be following the AA tenant of don't get involved with anybody. You Just know, get your life together. Get your life together and yeah. everything. So, and obviously, um, he is doing that. And I really enjoyed the pictures of him because so they beautiful. also showed pictures of him, like interview with the vampire oh, and. Troy and God's gift. Did any of us see Ad Astra? No, no. but it's on um, demand it on? right now. Is it? But it still costs five ninety nine. I'm yeah. not willing to pay. Nah, yeah, that's too much. All right, there you go. <laughs> Listen, we'll be right back with Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, we Hi. are going to be behaved today. I'm like yesterday when we were at Flegels and we were. It was like hanging on to butterscotch and taco for you. How could you not? be delighted by taco was taco the donkey yes, yes. and then butterscotch was, was the, the miniature, miniature horse yeah. oh definitely go to flegels and rosemount yeah. for all of your pet needs yeah. uh, let's talk about a couple of projects that are happening over on goodoldamazon.com one is a documentary about rihanna they purchased the rights for this documentary for $25 million. Oh, wow. This, yes, we knew this. This was for her. But we I don't think we knew the $25 million. It's for her um, line of lingerie, right? Well, the making of the... Uh, you know, I'm... several it, things, it's I think. It's several things, because I think what you're talking about, Julia, is the Fen- Savage Fenty yes. fashion show that yes. happened, and that is currently on Amazon Prime. Yes, and this you- is can watch that fashion show that happened at the Barclays Center in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. But this is just a, a Rihanna documentary. Now, this is on the heels of Apple TV paying $25 million for a Billie Eilish documentary. Oh, wow. Which, I that baffles me. That figure, mm-hmm. I know Billie Eilish is really hot right now. Yeah. I don't know if she's $25 million hot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what is $25 million hot right now. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know what I would, what well, is that I mean, hot? unless they're getting like, uh, they're getting like a few years where a couple. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You know, they're getting some exclusive stuff. I'd love to see the contract on that, but good for those ladies for getting the money. Mm -hmm. We don't know the name of Rihanna's documentary yet, but Amazon has the worldwide Mm -hmm. rights. And another show that's going to be on Amazon is coming courtesy of executive producers Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. They are producing a dance show for Amazon, and this is going to be all about the traditional Indian pre-wedding dance called Sangeet. Sangeet takes place the night before the wedding ceremony and brings together families of the uh, bride and groom for a performance-filled event of song and dance. And Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, as they are wont to do, gave us exclusive footage (laughs) of their Sangeet before their wedding last December. All right. Well, so, Bollywood is very popular. Very popular. People want to tune into that, but why? Why isn't she acting? She I is. She is acting. Married to Nick Jonas. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord, yeah. High five on that one. Uh, but she is currently, I think, in Delhi filming a, a Bollywood movie right now. And okay. she was in a movie that was produced in India called The Sky Is Pink that came mm-hmm. out this last year. I don't know okay. if it's streaming anywhere or not. So she's busy she's so stunning in person we we remember we saw her the one year at the uh oh, screen yeah, actor guild dying, awards and her dying. pink of her dress matched her lipstick yeah, and we were was, just like she was so breathtakingly she's beautiful breathtaking. yep, yeah yep. i can imagine uh the mansion that was featured in the show the beverly hillbillies has been sold for 150 million dollars wow the pers- is it right in beverly hills Actually, it's in Bel Air. Bel Air. <laughs> so it's not mm-hmm. even in Beverly Hills. It's in the neighborhood adjacent to Beverly Hills. And Rupert Murdoch's son, Lachlan, purchased the house for $150 million. Wow. And it sold for $200 million less than the initial asking price. Well, I thought that Tory Spe- or Candy Spelling's home was like the most expensive house in. Well, that could in very well Beverly be the Hills. case. I don't think this yeah. is the most expensive no, house wow. in Bel Air, Beverly Hills. That's just incredible. Yeah, it was put on the market two years ago at $350 million, then a price drop to $245 million happened, and then they dropped the price again to $195 million this summer, and then Lachlan eventually bought it for $150 million. I wonder if it's on like a great piece of property. Right. 25,000 yeah. square feet in the main house, a tennis court, a guest house, and a swimming pool, a cement pond. Because that like Playboy say. Mansion was on like um, it was like on a a two and a half right. acres in Bel Air. I can imagine. I don't know. There's what a redwood forest stand yeah. on the property. When I had our I tour remember. and the LA Zoo did um, any rescues, they had of birds, big birds that needed yes. big trees yes. and proper. That they they <laughs> did it at the Playboy Mansion. That's one of my. Bits of trivia that you I know, remember from when Charlotte. When Big Bird needed a big tree. No, but they, Those they big did. Birds. Like if they had things yes, they did, big though. Bird, I remember that, that. They used that. I don't know if the new owner is doing that, but because it had a, a, a stand of redwood trees. You could put the big birds there. Yeah. No word yet on if Lachlan also purchased uh, a wildlife sanctuary to go along with this house. I have a feeling he didn't. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Huey Lewis, news, excuse me, Huey Lewis of the news. Uh, he is talking about how he struggled to cope with his hearing loss diagnosis. He revealed this in 2018, and I have a hard time pronouncing this word. I think it's Meniere's disease. You are correct. 
thank you. French is hard. Uh, He revealed that he contemplated his death when he first got the news. He said that this diagnosis ruined everything. He said, I tried to not let it get me down. In the first two months of his diagnosis, he said that he was thinking about taking his own life. Does Hmm. he hear? Can he hear music? Yes, but I think it's one of those things. It's an inner ear. You can't hear the tones. Right. I think that would be... would be like one of us if we had lost our voice or something. You couldn't talk. You would feel terrible. You know, you... Yeah, your mom. mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. You feel vertigo and uh, tinnitus, which is ringing of the ear and hearing loss. And uh, it's one of those things where I'm sure that you get this diagnosis and somebody tells you, look, if you decide to perform on stage, forget it. You're going to lose everything. So how do you want to live your life? Do you want to live the rest of your life or do you just want to lose... All ability to hear. Huey Lewis and the news, they were regular. T- they they toured, they did the casino. The they were, I mean, they obviously yeah. loved it. And of course, this whole band doesn't get to yeah. tour anymore. And yeah, I could it's see the camaraderie, that it's the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be too. Yeah. So he just wanted to share uh, his struggles with the diagnosis. We are very glad he didn't do that. Uh, Let's talk about Meghan Markle's deal or no deal briefcase. It's up for auction. Do you want to buy it? That's (laughs) hysterical. How would you even know if it was hers? Well, it's marked with the number 24. That is the number that she carried on deal or no deal when she was a suitcase girl in 2006 and 2007. It's expected to sell for four to six thousand dollars next week when it's on the auction block. Oh my gosh, they, mm-hmm. that's hysterical. Who's thirsty enough to buy that yeah. suitcase? I ask you. Well, I guess someone thinks it'll only go up in value. Well, right, of you know? course. Huh. The same and person who brought the tennis racket for twenty thousand. Yeah, but I'm just but who bought the tennis What tennis racket? Serena Williams. Broken racket sold for twenty grand. Yeah, but she's a legend. Yeah, she's the world of tennis. All right, Uh, Jack Black says that he might retire in the the next couple of years. Tell me why he's been on every talk show that I've turned on today. He must be in something or voicing something. He is a star of Jumanji The Next Level, which is out in theaters soon. So it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black. They are the big stars in this Jumanji movie. They're really making Jack Black work hard. He's been on night shows, entertainment shows, morning shows. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think that the reviews for this Jumanji (laughs) sequel are middle at best so it's one of those things where it's like okay we got one weekend mm-hmm. to really hit it hard because then people are going to go and see the movie and then word of mouth is probably just going to yeah. tank it but he, Jack Black said he's got another Tenacious D record that he'd like to make which is his comedy heavy metal band he said maybe one more movie but he just said I'm kind of enjoying the idea of early retirement and hanging out with my wife and my two kids Hi. why not all right, we won't hold you to no, it, we Jack. Won't, no. We know you're going to change your mind like everybody else. Yeah. Cameron Thank Diaz you. is the only one, and I don't think she ever made an announcement. She didn't. No. No. After Annie, nope. it was all over. 2014. That's right. And finally, my favorite headline of the day is Jimi Hendrix cleared of blame for UK parakeet release. Apparently, the legend was that the parakeet problem in the UK was because Jimi Hendrix released parakeets on Carnaby Street back in the day. Well, that's not the case. Parakeets have been there since the 1860s. Oh, okay. Very good. I didn't know about that urban. I didn't know about that urban legend. Oh, God, that's great. All right, what's happening on the roads? Uh, You know, we're still recovering from this morning's uh, snowy mess. It's not too bad, though. Let's just start in Oak Park Heights here. My talk traffic brought to you by a light formerly known as American Refugee Committee. Uh, 36 eastbound in Oak Green Avenue to Osgood Avenue. Watch out for a crash in Fridley. 47 southbound from County Road to 102.5 
B to 61st Avenue. Be on the lookout for a crash there. Adeline Emotion is the heart of what they do as humanitarians. When traveling to places others often see as scarce, Alight humanitarians are delighted to find laughter and smiles. At Alight, they spark joy in the work they do and for the people they serve. Learn more at wearealight.org. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, partly cloudy 6 tonight. Snow back tomorrow, maybe about an inch of accumulation possible. Uh, with a high of 21 tomorrow night, cloudy and 11. Right now, 17 cloudy at the MyTalk Studios. Smart speakers are so smart. They know how to be radios. Listen to my talk on yours. For some tips on enabling your Amazon Echo, go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword Alexa. She has a theory. theory couldn't have come at a better time as i looked out the window this morning i thought i'm so glad i'm not driving anywhere i can just enjoy the prettiness and decorate my tree and stay safely in the house and away from all those bad drivers well guess what what's your theory about them people don't trust other drivers on the road during winter weather this is kind of a duh and a theory but he they did actually did a poll. Did they? 91% of Americans don't trust the other drivers on the roads during winter weather. They don't think other people know how to drive safely. They're not worried about their driving. They're worried about the person behind them. But the person behind you thinks you're the other driver. Exactly. I am never worried about other drivers unless I almost slid into the car in front of me. That's when I worry about the car behind me. That's it. I have worried about people who, when I see them driving, I'm like, I got it. You've never moved away because somebody how well, they're driving. Sure, but I mean, no, I yeah. do that year round. Okay, all right. Well, according to this survey, 23% of drivers don't trust their own friends and family members to drive safely in the winter. 64% of people say they are a safe driver during the winter, but also 60% of people say it is their least confident time as a driver. Well, I was behind a lot of those people today. They just choose to drive 10 miles an hour on the freeway, and that's their prerogative. I just say, get over to the other lane, people. Yeah, uh, people avoid errands. They reschedule long drives. The the, the big fear is ice. Yeah, you don't want to slide, not being able to stop. Uh, 25% of people said they've been in a car accident because of winter weather, slippery roads. Mm. Well, when you say that high number, not trusting family members, you know, we Mm -hmm. maybe people have um, parents. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have um, aunties and uncles. Yeah. Maybe you have, you know, of a certain age, husbands and wives that aren't good drivers. Until our recent little cold snap, 80% of Americans did not know that the outside temperature affected the tire pressure. Which a lot of us figured out the other day you when know, we all weird. got in our cars. Because we all a lot have, of us. Because all the new cars have the tire sensors. Newer. We, right. We didn't in know In the olden this before. days, we'd practically would have someone would have to notice and say, "Hey, you look a little low." Yeah, we would. We didn't never. Know. We never knew. But I'm gonna say, when you have a little extra air in your tire, you feel like you're king driving of the road. better. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Anyway, so. It's, it's Just real. be careful. People don't trust other drivers. It's not me, it's you. Okay. <laughs> no, and it's not me, it's him. No, it's okay. Not me, it's you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
All right, so I've long had a theory about this, and I have always said that I think it's horrible when parents make their kids eat like certain vegetables where the kids really have a strong reaction to it. It's mm-hmm. like I, I have always said lima beans, I, but I've always yeah. said it. The kid must have some kind of a taste thing. Their taste buds are so pure; they haven't been broken down, and it really does taste bitter and awful to them. I was so glad to be proven right. <laughs> I saw okay. this. This is from the Atlanta yeah. Journal-Constitution, <laughs> okay. reprinted in the Star Tribune. If you do have arguments with your kids over some vegetables, do not tell them what we're about to tell you, or they'll use it against you. When people say they really can't stand the taste of something, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, lima beans, whatever. The consistency. Ooh. It's not being a picky eater, not being able to stand the taste of some vegetables is actually in our DNA. Basically, some people are what researchers call super tasters, which means they have a genetic makeup that inclu- that makes some foods, including some of the good heart-healthy vegetables, right. taste bitter. And not just a little bitter. We're talking ruin-your-day level of bitter, wow. mm. which is my recollection of Brussels sprouts. I thought it was oh, like always. tasting the nastiest thing. And the study, this was done by the University of Kentucky School of Medicine. They wanted to find out why do nutritionists get so much resistant in some of the super heart healthy vegetables. Right. Really broccoli and Brussels sprouts, kind of the two sure. that come to mind. And the conclusion, people are not going to eat them if they can't stand the taste. And or ha- the smell. Or the, the smell. Sprouts. Oh. And so there, there's the skinny on the science is everyone has two copies of this taste gene. And one of the gene has two variants. And people who have two copies of the variant are considered super tasters. And they are likely to find many foods that taste exceptionally bitter. They can't help it. It will last them their whole life. Mm. Twenty five percent of people has a super taster. He might, yeah, because I mean, he is adamant against some things, and it could be because the taste is so foul, and it doesn't matter. He's not going to grow out of it. Twenty five percent of the population have the two variants. But when you, but when you said that, Lori, Mm -hmm. like about Brussels sprouts and broccoli, I felt the same way about Brussels sprouts, like the smell, anything about them. But when they started in the last ten years, caramelizing, caramelizing, and and cooking them in a different way, yeah, and putting you know, but I bet if cheese on them, if you're Super taster, it wouldn't matter on Because I've forgiven the taste. I mean, yeah. sometimes the smell is heinous if they go raw yeah. in your refrigerator. But So, I mean, maybe really believe your kid if they really, All really right. have a strong reaction. I don't know if people are like they were in the olden days about making people. Because I remember, I remember having just, a, I brought it up to my dad on the family vacation. I said, remember when you would make us eat those damn Brussels sprouts and you couldn't stand the taste of them? We would beg mom not to make them. Right. And he says, well, I had to eat all my vegetables, so you guys had to do it too. And I love it. But we were forced. Yeah. We were forced. We had a lot of napkins to the mouth in the hand. Oh, I remember we moved out of one house (laughs) and my mom found a huge pile of napkins with moldy things (laughs) that we threw behind the stove. (laughs) It was base housing. It wasn't a housing that we lived in. No, but it was like you would learn how to put your napkin to your mouth, Mm -hmm. take the stuff out of your cheeks, put it in the napkin, put Put it it in your hand, put it underneath and put it under the table. Yeah, or you could, if you folded, if you had a folded pant on, you could put it there. Oh, I never thought of that. And then you would say, 
leaks, can I be excused? And you go to the restroom and throw it right in the yeah. toilet. Or hide it in the mashed potatoes. The, yes. <laughs> I couldn't, some things float, you can't hide. Milk, you could, you could put potato. If Like, I hated mashed potatoes. Did you? I, I really oh. didn't like them. Okay. Oh, and wow. I would spit them in my milk, but then I would ruin oh, your milk. Oh, Yeah, it was oh. terrible. <laughs> Okay. But it is. There was a lot of food hiding because we were forced. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's right. I never forced my kids. This theory, I'm just going to leave it. We're not, we don't even need to really go into You're it. just going to read the headline and, well, ex- and be done? It's kind of. It was published in one of my favorite scientific journals, <laughs> Psychological Science. Oh, yeah. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But it's basically that um, relentless lies. The more you see a fake news story, the more likely you are to share it and the more likely you are to believe it. Welcome to 2019. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So we should all be interested in that as citizens of democracy because misinformation does stoke political polarization and undermines democracy. And the more we see some of this stuff out and out lies, the more it is believed. That is scary. That's why I, that's all I can say about it. But when I read it in the journal of psychological science, Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, they're studying it now. They're Mm -hmm. really having to study. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here is another one for you. This is really a study of duh, but yet, um, we're using it for theories. (laughs) iPhones and Pokemon go are, uh, likely to blame for the rise in head and neck injuries everywhere. And this was published in JAMA Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery <laughs> Journal. Yep. JAMA is the journal of the American Medical Association. Thank you. No, but I like that JAMA. You know that one. I'm saying that wrong, but it's head and neck surgery. And apparently, people ages 13 to 29 are having the most neck injuries. Well, if and even if you go in to get a massage or anything, they talk about what is happening on people's arms from yes. all the texting. Mm-hmm. The neck, we know there's increased neck injuries because your head is always down looking at your phone. Mm-hmm. If you're going to look at your phone, try putting your phone up at eye level and holding it up there because there's a lot going on. Remember, we're getting that little extra the, tweak the in the back of our neck. neck. Yeah. Tech neck. And what Rutgers University, they studied head and neck injuries due to cell phone use between 1998 and 2017. And the huge spike happened in... After Pokemon Go and people... No, the huge spike happened with the first iPhone in 2007. Mm -hmm. And then it happened again with Pokemon Go in 2016. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
cuts, bruises, internal injuries, abrasions around the eyes. Well, people and the were nose. going outside and looking for the thing and probably and running run into, into trees things. and bushes right. and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I love it. Anyway, that's it's the distraction caused by the cell phone. It is hurt. It is hurting people. The injuries are real. They are real. They are real. All right, that is it for our theories. When we come back, we do have our tickets oh, to, okay. to well, give just... away for Rob Lowe okay. and other favorite other yes, of the day. Yes, we'll be back. Up to the minute entertainment news, try a dirt alert. At the top of every hour, plus extended dirt alerts at 820 and 1220 with Elizabeth Reese and at 520 with Holly Roberts on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We built this right. Okay, gang, thanks for hanging out with us. And Donnie just said, speak of the devil. We just heard Rob Lowe talking about hanging out at Mystic Lake yes, soon. Yes, he is. It's uh, April 18th. Okay. It's stories I only tell my friends, and we will give them to lucky caller number 4651641 We both read that book, Stories I Only uh, Tell My Friends. We read both of his books. Yeah. He He's, has amazing stories. He does. And it would be fun to see him I, at Mystic Lake. Uh, yeah. I almost feel like we should be guessing a celebrity voice, but oh well. We We're making it easy. We're, We're making giving it. away so much stuff this week. Yeah, okay, so remember, um, we've been hearing a lot about Elizabeth Wilde's portrayal of the female reporter in the Richard Jewell story yes. about the bombing in the Atlanta Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'd heard that she said that she had talked to the family well, she's spoken out, and she said, I cannot um, s- speak for the creative decisions made by the filmmakers. I didn't have a say in how the film was ultimately crafted. She's a child of dirt journalists herself. She's a deep respect, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and yeah. contrary to the swath of recent headlines, I do not believe that Kathy, who she plays in the movie, traded sex tips, sex for tips. Nothing in my research suggested she did so. And it was never my intention to suggest she had. That would be an appalling and misogynistic dismissal of the Okay, she's trying to get ahead of this because I just read Chris Hewitt's review of this mm-hmm. movie that's going to be in the Star Tribune tomorrow. He said she is one of the worst parts of the movie, well, playing this reporter. So she's bad. She had a bad acting. But let me just finish okay. this. She says the perspective mm-hmm. of the fictional dramas, dramatization of the story, as I understood it, was that Kathy... And the FBI agent who leaked false information to her were in a pre-existing romantic relationship, not a transactional exchange of sex for information. My previous comments about female sexuality were lost in translation. So let me be clear. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. So anyway. She read the script. She saw how many times. I mean, Chris Hewitt, in his review, he said... he said uh, about this movie, there's more problems than just that. It might be worth watching, but he was pretty indignant well, in so his review about, because the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has true. asked for a dec- yes. disclaimer yes, um, because they're making it seem 100% like she slept with this FBI. In other words, the FBI agent played by John Hamm comes off as a hero, and she comes off as the schmuck. And in right. reality, that wasn't the, the way it was. It was yeah. the FBI guy. Who was the schmuck? The schmuck. And fed she, her false information. That's right. Mm. Okay, but but... It's interesting that Clint Eastwood... 
why he would take such a big dramatic license with that other than he just thought, well, we got to have sex between these two good looking people. But Chris Hewitt said she's horrible in the movie. Okay, well, whether she's horrible or Mm -hmm. not, Mm -hmm. she said it was her understanding in reading the script and acting in it that they had a pre-existing relationship. So someone's telling the truth. We just don't know who. Well, she's trying to get out in front of uh, of the story because she's playing this person that's in a firestorm. And I am sure her PR people crafted that statement today. Of course they did. Donnie, do we have a winner? We, yes, we did. And uh, it was Paula, and she said she's read both of his books, and she knows <gasps> that he's a storyteller. So yeah. that oh. was perfect, right? Well, that's a perfect win, isn't Are it? Are either of you interested in seeing the Richard Jewell movie? No. No. Okay. Not anymore. I, Not anymore. I really wasn't in the first place. I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I kind of limited. I was too. I mean, it's terrible what they did to him. I don't even know the story. If I truth be told, well, he was the suspect. They immediately suspected the guy this because he was a security guard working. Didn't he have a backpack? No, he found the backpack. Yeah, that's right. And then he was under investigation and really his actions saved people's lives because there was a bomb in there. And um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this uh, um, hubbub and the Atlanta journal, maybe that's going to help sell tickets. You know, they they might be hoping for that. But I mean, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution feels like they are Clint Eastwood is smearing this journalist who died at the age of 41. Exactly. That they are smearing her reputation. And why is it that you always accuse women of sleeping their way to the top or sleeping their way to a story or to a role or whatever? So I don't know if it's going to help when it hits the theaters. I really don't. Yeah, soon. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the Golden Globes uh, flashback, Donnie. You posted what the 2000 awards look like. Yes. Julia and I were doing flashbacks (laughs) of the SAG Awards of some of the photos. I know. I was learning how to transfer things to a different drive. Oh, my gosh. It was so much. We had Glamorama. It's fun to do the flashbacks. Mm Mm-hmm. Of uh, we, I found an old 2007 Glamorama video of Lori talking about it. It was at the State Theater. No, it was at the or- it was at the Orpheum Theater, and then we were cutting away to Melinda Jacobs. It was uh, hysterical. I mean, we have some old stuff out there. Yeah, I know, Laura. I know. Anyway, I like this flashback, Donnie. I like that. You well, some those. of the couples that were together then. Well, I know. Uh, Should we just like kind of go over some of oh, these sure, couples that are no months. longer? I mean, Hollywood really marriages you could measure them in dog years. So, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell have been together. They've been together and they never got married. Okay, so Reese Witherspoon holding hands with uh, Ryan. Ryan Philippi. They just both look like babies, but of course. Um, they're 23 years old in this photo. Carrie, he might be a little Carrie bit older. Russell looks like a million bucks, and she still looks like a million bucks. Ooh, With her short, is. curly hair. Yeah. Jodie Foster and Russell Crowe are holding hands, but we know they aren't together. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They were nominated. Was he nominated for The Insider, I think, that year? I'm pretty sure that's what. How about Minnie Driver and Josh Brolin looking like a snack? And a half, both wow, of them. Wow, I forgot they went together. They Matt are Damon beautiful. and Winona, Winona Ryder. <sighs> That's Ooh, right. Memories, I huh? totally forgot. But but remember, Matt Damon went on Oprah and um, uh, said that he was single. And that's why Minnie Driver 
was with Josh Brolin because she was dating him at the time and she oh. thought they were dating. Because they met in a great movie called Circle of Friends. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that movie by Maeve Bianchi. Whatever happened to her books? She still writes books. Remember so. we used to, and then there's Gwyneth Paltrow looking like a a goth chick. Yeah, totally goth. Dark hair. Yep. Beautiful Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Hurley, who, wow, her head looks huge because her body's so tiny. Yep. Now her head is more aligned because yep. her waist isn't 16 inches mm-hmm. around. But Julia yeah. Roberts and Benjamin Brad, Julia Roberts in the ugliest rust-colored dress. She really has had bad fashion for a mm-hmm. long time, Jules. Angelina Jolie when she used to have body fat. Is she with somebody? Nope, she's all alone. No, she won for Girl Interrupted, I think, that year. And then the Sex and the City crew. Uh, looking shiny and sexy. They really are looking shiny. And Edie Falco. James Gandolfini. You know, okay. Jamie Sigler was on with Andy her. Cohen last night. She was kind of delightful. She was the daughter her. in The Sopranos. She said the word she's heard. She's not involved with the prequel, but she's talked to people really, really good. Yeah. The movie. The, the prequel movie, movie yeah. that's yeah. being filmed. And then this is one you forget about. Renee Zellweger dating Jim Carrey. And then she think, dated Bradley Cooper. Right, but he they were engaged. They met during Me, Myself, and Irene, that horrible movie. They movie. were engaged, yes. and he mm. had a lot of not nice things to say about Renee Zellweger after they broke up. Well, that seems wrong. Yeah, I know. That seems wrong. Well, Well, go and look. It's kind of some fun flashback pictures. Everybody have a great night. Drive safe. Okay, you too. Yeah, and have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.